Hello, and welcome to Instinctual, a stream of consciousness podcast hosted by me, John. Today, we are going to be discussing projecting or how people are reflections for us. Um, the majority of people I think that you meet, whether you're conscious of it or not, are in fact reflecting your emotional state, or at least the emotional perception you have of you. I think this tends to maybe go away as you get older, but I'm only 31, so I'll keep you updated on that um, process or that idea. But yeah, I mean, the simplest example I can give you is if you've ever met someone, I mean, just freshly met them, without you don't know anything about them, and your immediate reaction is disdain disgust um you dislike them and you don't really have any reason really why you would maybe it's something about their physical appearance the tone of their voice um sometimes it can be a subconscious just instinctual energy thing that you pick up on them but the question is why why would anybody immediately dislike someone and maybe you could say well they're a bad egg or oh like you know, serial killer, I, I don't know. But I think a more common and accurate answer is that whoever you're meeting, uh, when you have that kind of reaction, that, that negative, just, ugh, don't like that person, it's due to self-judgment. Self-judgment is in you are judging yourself on something that you do that Maybe you're conscious of, but more likely you're not. And this person is doing it, and you don't like that. I mean, when a person does something, takes an action that we ourselves dislike in ourselves, and sometimes there can be a double standard. Like, it's okay when that person does this thing, when they say that thing, but it's not okay when I do it. Other times, it's more of just like, oh, I hate that I interrupt people, and here's this person interrupting people. Uh, it's an opportunity to let that anger and frustration out. And it isn't really all that helpful. Um, I probably have mentioned this before in the previous podcasts, but unconditional love heals all, right? Self-acceptance. But think about so many of your relationships because that example I just gave was, you know, meeting a stranger, right? But now think of it in terms of close friends or your romantic partner or your family. I mean, family, that's super easy. These are people that we have ideally grown up. Uh, well, I don't know, ideally, forget that. These are people that you most likely have grown up, you've uh, grown up with, you've chosen to be around, whether you buy into that or not, from a spiritual spiritual perspective of choosing your family. And I mean, how many times are we just like, oh, I can't believe this person does that? How many times have you heard you're just like your mother, you're just like your father? Or, God, you siblings, you're so alike. And how many times does that drive us crazy? My mother, I, well, my entire family, uh, used to use the phrase, you're totally being like your father right now, as an insult, as a way to, <laughs> as a way to, and, and it totally worked. I mean, it would, it would, you know, I'd hate that. And, they're right. I mean, in these moments, my father and I would be acting very similarly, whether we were in our ego or, you know, just angry or frustrated. Um, and, and we would express it the same way because 
yeah, there are similarities there. My father and I didn't get along um, when he was alive. We would have our moments, but there was also a lot of headbutting. Why? Well, because, you know, those parts of yourself that you can't accept, and you see them in your father, or you see them in your son. And that's tough. Because there they are, just being you, this this part about you that you hate. Like, and what are you going to do? Some people... They shy away from it. They step outside of themselves and make it all about the other person. There's no reflection. But one thing that you can do is stop and go, why does this bother me so much? Is it something from an instinctual place of this doesn't feel right, this isn't good? Or is it more likely, because it's always more likely that it's an emotional thing when you have a serious emotional reaction that you then kind of let run wild? And I'm not making an argument to become a stoic and suppress emotions. Not at all. Emotions are super great. And in fact, I need to work on just letting myself feel, as you know, I mentioned in the last episode. Um, I'm making an argument for letting yourself feel and then choosing to feel something else after you've honored the emotion that comes up and then feeding it with love um, or rather feeding that part of you that is you know, the angry emotion, the upset, the judging. Um, I mean, judging isn't really an emotion, but basically when you meet somebody, or to simplify this, when you meet somebody who inspires this emotional reaction from you, whether it be family, friends, stranger, um, looking within yourself, because everything is all about you, that's good and bad news, maybe. And everything is all about you, though. So look and go, why are you reacting this way? And and realize how this person is reflecting this fear, this judgment, this frustration back at you. Sometimes people absolutely, you know, are, it isn't just a reflection, but they're also doing it. I mean, we we attract likeness. Most of the time, there are exceptions to that rule. But by and large, you know, when you're angry, you attract anger. When you're happy, you can attract happiness. Um, and so if you're judging yourself super hard on interrupting people, you you may attract people who are going to interrupt. Um, and the best thing you can do is be patient and give yourself love. The other opportunity or the other piece that I really wanted to discuss is full projection, as in you know, it's not just people are reflecting things back at you, which they are, but you are literally using them as a canvas to project your own fears. And and this is where things can get really interesting and to some extent destructive if you don't keep tabs on that kind of thing, if you don't heal that fear with love and free yourself from it. I was chatting with a friend not too long ago and we were discussing plans to maybe meet up in different ways we could do it. And uh, one of the ways suggested brought up really kind of odd and uncomfortable feelings about me. The nature of the friendship that I had with this person, I I shared it with them. Uh, And at the time, they didn't say anything. Uh, They didn't describe any emotional reaction they had. And then a couple of days later, um, out of the blue, a text message and something to the effect of, I can't believe that you would say that about me on the phone the other day. I don't want anything to do with you. I'm done. Uh, it was very. I was blindsided by this, and to some extent, you know, after 
the dust settled from this like gut punch of, wow, okay. I had to laugh a little bit because on that very same phone call where we were discussing the plans and I was you know, having this uncomfortable feeling and sharing it, we were talking about how we are reflections for one another and what we're experiencing. This also kind of ties back into the very first episode of Instinctual, which is don't take things personally. My discomfort, uh, my per- personal feelings weren't about weren't about that person that I was talking with. They were, they were my own, my own insecurities, my own fears about you know transactional partnerships and you know things of that nature. And yet, this person immediately internalized it, and you know, to the point of almost hearing something completely different not hearing what I said. And I went back and I go, well, did I say anything? Did I specifically make the statement of you are this? Or, well, I could compare you to this. No, I didn't. I I just described my feelings. And yet the fear in this person was so real that me bringing up my own, you know, emotions that I'm working through, my own reactions, uh, was enough for them to internalize, take it personally, make it about them. And, you know, hey, everything is about them, but it's more of everything in your world is about you and everything in another person's world is about them. Which brings then a question of like, what about relationships and sharing? But, you know, another episode, another time. It's something to be mindful of projecting onto people or or recognizing that they are your reflections point in fact any relationship you ever engage in from a basic friendship to a, a deep relationship to marriage you will always have the opportunity to learn more about yourself through interacting with this other person and yes you will learn about them you'll learn about habits preferences you know their their deep own emotional beauties at the same time they're definitely going to help you learn about yourself because you'll be able to see how you react to them as a person. You'll be able to see what kind of things they do and what kind of reactions you have to those things. In a perfect world, I hope that in that relationship, you have a space where you can share and that person won't take it personally, which then you know gives you space i guess is the yoga term right you have space Um, but it does it gives you space and safety to share because in sharing i believe that uh, we can all help each other and heal whatever we're here to heal and learn whatever we're here to learn thanks so much for tuning in for this episode i hope you enjoyed it kind of felt like i rambled a bit today but like i said stream of consciousness podcast limited editing And I reserve the right to totally go 180 and maybe say, hey, this episode was all wrong. I don't know. I hope that you can take from it what you will and treat it like a buffet. Whatever speaks to you instinctually works. Um, Yeah. Thanks again. And remember that you are unconditionally loved. And so unconditionally love yourself. Mm -hmm.